G'day legends and welcome to this episode of the Hey Big Mac podcast. We thank you for watching, listening, subscribing and viewing wherever you are getting these episodes. We hope everyone is having a crack a day while you're about to start listening to this episode. A couple of mentions from our sponsors, got to keep the lights running. Alrighty guys, we have a word from LJ Fab. Really thank him for being a massive sponsor of the podcast. If you are looking for a custom tray, canopy, dog box, under tray toolboxes, guards, anything like that for your 4x4, he does a lot. Uh, he's based in Chinchilla. He ships Australia-wide. Guys, he's been a massive supporter of the podcast, and we're a massive supporter of him. Go check him out over at LJ Fab. He is an absolute legend over there, family-run business. We can't thank him enough. Legends, we have a new sponsor on the podcast. It is My 4x4. Now, this is like a resume for your own four-wheel drive, rig, car, whatever it may be. You can keep a complete list of everything that's on your car, answer every question someone has about your car in one place. You add your parts, photos, record events, trips, time in the shed, everything. You create your own short URL to link to your build in your social bio. You can research what parts and mods other people with the same car are using and ask them any questions you have. Guys, I think this is a fabulous way to extend what people are doing in the industry and avoid those little nasty questions that everyone's always asking, what lift and tires are you running? This is an awesome thing I'm happy to be supporting this year on the podcast. So go check them out on my 4x4. You'll see the links in our social bios. We also have a word from Froth and Race Parts. Guys, Froth and Race Parts, it's myself and Andre. If you want to check out some off-road race parts for your rig, go check it out on the socials, Froth and Race Parts. And last but not least, guys, if you're not following on Spotify, subscribing on YouTube, please check it out. Um, Spotify, you just search up the Hey Big Mac podcast. Uh, anywhere else you're listening, it'll be the exact same name. On YouTube, guys, we have the Hey Big Mac podcast and Froth Bros Media. Please go over, give them a subscribe, you know, enjoy the content. The opportunity here, if you want to advertise your business or brand, reach out to the email heybigmacpodcast at yahoo.com. Uh, that's where you can inquire about any of the sponsorship advertising on these episodes. Thank you, guys. We appreciate your support. Let's hear today's episode. Shake and bake. <sighs> Sit down and get into this, eh? Righty, oh legends, what is up? Welcome to the last episode of the year. Oh, this is going to be an exciting one. We've got a lot of things to wrap up for the year, a few questions, few updates and news from what's been going over the last few weeks. Um, no better way than to get just stuck straight into it. So, I'm going to start off with making a massive special mention uh, to everyone that's helped me out, looked after me this year, um, come on board, just a bit of all the general love and support. Um, first major one, you've heard his name a million times, is Luke out at LJ Fab. Um, this guy's an absolute legend to see how far he's come in the last few years of uh, his job building trays and fabrication and all that stuff has been. Absolutely unreal. Um, Luke's turned into a great mate uh, towards myself. Um, unfortunately, I don't get to see him that much, being a couple of hours away. But want to change that for twenty twenty four. Um, in I think it was about July or August. Sorry, I forgot these days wrong. But I picked up my new tray from him, and I'm absolutely stoked with that thing. It's got everyone turning. Um, it's made me fall back in love with the Ute again. I'm absolutely stoked with how good the tray is looking. We've just got a few extra little things to finish off next year is um, get the exhaust done for the stacks, so very keen for that. Um, and then 
who knows next year we might look into more things maybe ladder racks or canopies or different bits and pieces but yeah i've been super stoked with me trade from luke and yeah, he's an all-around good bloke genuine country guy happy to help anyone and he's just passionate about his business and doing what he does so massive shout out to the family over at lj fab they've um they've looked after us absolutely immensely over the last couple of years and this year especially so we thank him massively for jumping on and being really one of the first and main sponsors for the podcast um yeah the the thanks you can't can't give enough for that bloke and um everything he's done for me so yeah go check him out lj fab you've you've heard me talking about him a million times um second one i'm going to round up is uh jmax off-road solutions um course, if you know my page you know jmax and there's three key names but this isn't key names limited to anyone that works at jmax if there is anyone that's listening to this from jmax that I don't mention your name. Um, know that you haven't been missed. I could men- rattle off names of that company for days. But biggest names I want to say thank you to is Joy, Jason, and Rob. Um, you guys have been an absolute massive, massive help with the sport this year and just getting everything moving along and um, the way my ute's set up now, how much you have looked after me, um, convinced me to change and upgrade to... Alpha Shocks was probably one of the best decisions I made before doing a trip out to Kenilworth and literally belting him across the desert out to Fink for two weeks and back and they have been absolutely flawless ever since. So super stoked that, you know, I made the right choice three years ago to go with J-Max and how much support they've looked after me and to, to buy a kit and put something in the ute that you've never really tested but you've only taken recommendations from and to have it perform absolutely flawlessly is it just shows the level of respect they put into their own work and products to what they provide to the client. Um, the way their customer service team is set up is second to none and I've seen that firsthand from coming as a no one in this industry and sticking with the same company at JMAX the last three years it's it's been phenomenal um yeah those guys need to give themselves a massive pat on the back the whole office team everyone in those sheds all their retailers they're doing a cracker job so huge thanks to the, the boys out there buddy yeah rob joe and jason especially um they're they're the leaders for me around the sunny coast um can't go wrong with either of them um Another follow-up is Dave at Topcoat Auto Detailing. This guy, if you need a clean rig or you've ever seen my ute look clean, we've got a YouTube video coming out hopefully this Chrissy holidays. Um, sorry, I can't give you a date on it just yet, but the bloke who I've got editing that is currently away, so um, let him enjoy his Chrissy break and holidays. But, yeah, Topcoat, Dave, um, he's an absolute legend. He's running a shop in Roachador for detailing. We've done the dry ice blasting on my ute, cleaned up the chassis. It's looking absolutely immaculate. 101,000 Ks and this car looks brand new underneath. And when I say brand new, it is brand new. It's not going to a tint panel shop and just getting the whole thing black sprayed underneath. It's cleaned to the bare chassis. Like whatever it comes out factory, but better. That's how good it was cleaned. And then we've just coated everything in a clear spray. It's beautiful. Um, 
You've all seen me, buddy. Every time I go get the ute detailed, it's only by David Topcoat. Don't use anyone else. Um, and there is good reasons for that. You see people like Mac and TJ and Matt and Chloe from all time. They're huge supporters of Topcoat. And it just shows that Dave's doing good work. And the people that I've seen that I've recommended and go use him as well and the results they've had and how good some of their cars have come out. Um, it's just unbelievable. And the level of work and commitment this guy puts into his products, like when I've, I've rocked up to just go and catch up with Dave, he's had Harleys and classic cars and everything and he's just so dedicated to how much he respects those cars and treats them like his own. So massive congratulations to David Topcoat for everything he's doing at the moment. Um, still trying to push him to get products out there for sale so you can buy whatever products he uses. I don't know what they are, but they're just – it's wizard shit. It's amazing. It's magic. But massive thank you to David Topcoat. He's based in Maroochydore. Go check him out for any needs. I need like dry blasting, ceramic coat, system X, or you just general inside-out details. You won't go wrong. Definitely won't go wrong. Um. Another one that was a real latecomer into this year was Nightfab. Um, everyone's seen me and pestered me for the last, geez, two years pretty much from when I've had this cruiser is get rid of that stock snorkel. Stock snorkels is crap. I finally did it. Um, the young family there down at Nightfab, um, they, they are just a young family-grown business and they were happy to help me out and I'm more than happy to help them out. Um, we got the snorkels fitted up late this year um, when they come through. The driver's side one, which is all plumbed up and nice and beautiful now, it's it went in absolutely perfect. Couldn't have been – the templates were perfect. Um, it, it's pretty much fail-safe. I'm not one to be a bodyworks person and cut into a guard, but it was beautiful. He's got, the, um, he's got them down pat now. So low-cut, twin, four-inch, 79-series stainless snorkels. He's got them. He's producing them. Um, we had one issue with the passenger side, and that was where it mounts into the guard. It hit on like an injector relay box, so we just had to cut like fifty to one hundred mil off it. Um, I've sent that information back to him now, and so he can get that rectified before any other kits go out. But um, I'm super stoked with it. Just I'm a very symmetrical OCD person, so. Everyone that's looked at my ute, you'll see everything's side to side the same now, which I'm really loving. Um, once exhausted, going to be done. They'll be, they'll just put the tick on the list for me. So like twin spotties, twin aerials, twin snorkels, then twin stacks, and then just everything else the same. It's just, it just makes it for me. It's just beautiful, and especially the way with the new tray having like the twin fillers either side, one for water, one for fuel. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm loving this car at the moment. Um, so, yeah, Nightfab, he's based in Victoria. Uh, jump onto him on the socials. Um, he's been a massive, massive person to partner up and change the, the look of the ute. I, I suppose you could call it a 2.0 build that we've done this year is like the tray and the snorkels and bits and pieces with the bar and all that. But it's, um, it's yeah, it it's probably like build 10.56, don't know. It's, it's had that many reiterations, uh, tray setups, canopy setups, um, camping setups, bar setups, interior setups. Um, another thing I'll be looking for in the future is um, 
just new console things, new head units, um, overhead consoles, stuff like that, which I'll be going into. Um, I'll be using a mate of mine as well. We will be going over the, all the 12 volt electrical in the car and doing that up very nicely. So um, cheeky little plug for him is um, MetaLink Touring. Uh, he's based on the sunny coast. He will do anything 12 volt electrical, um, all your camping solar setups. He's a wizard hato. Um, he knows what he's doing. So massive shout out to him. Um, uh, last but not least on the brand front, uh, one you've all seen me push over probably the last six to eight months, six to nine months, um, has been Heatwave Visual. Um, if you don't know what Heatwave are, they are a sunglasses company out of the United States that are pushing the Australian market. Hundreds and hundreds of different designs. Um, I've been loving their sunnies. It's, yeah, not a paid advertisement, none of that, but they looked after me for a couple of sets of sunnies. Um, super stoked on how well these sunnies been going. I'm pretty, pretty well known for damaging and destroying all my sunnies. And yeah, these ones are held the test of time. There's a lots and lots of different designs. You can actually, it's one of the only places where I've seen you can go online and build your own design of sunnies, like make your own custom sets, whatever colors, lenses, anything like that. So just a cheeky little shout out to Heatwave Visual AU. Um, check me out on the socials. They're bunning. They're they're doing massive things in the Australian market. They just released motorbike goggles, all that sort of stuff. They're racing. It's um yeah, it's good to see uh, the the Australian industry for um four wheel driving, racing, motocross, um, motorsports, just in general. Um, just having a huge uplift this year. It's been phenomenal. Um, couple of key shoutouts for mates. I can't list absolutely everyone on this list. Um, the biggest one will have to go out to some of my best mates and first but not least is Andre. Um, everyone knows him as the piss bus, the blue ute, everything like that. This guy has been through thick and thin this year, um, going from just partying, enjoying life to being my best mate and, yeah, to only know each other for a, not even a year. I think it's about a year now. Is Yeah, it's unreal. Um Stoked to have him in my corner and everything we're doing with the racing and that. It gets tough at times, but massive shout out to that bloke because he's the hardest working bloke. Pushing everything with the content, the design, the fab, everything like that. So, yeah, super super stoked for next year with that bloke and see where it goes. Next one, uh, lately you've seen all the water sports action we've been doing and just stuffing around, general mates on the farm, bikes, all that good stuff. Um, one of my good mates, Brock, um, this guy, him and his family don't get enough credit. Um, you know, letting us take out their boat to the dam nearly every weekend, go wakeboarding, all that sort of stuff. Um, everyone they invite around when we go out to their farm, jump on the motorbikes. Um, it just, it goes underappreciated by a lot of people. And I can say that is not the case for me. Um, what his family does for me is huge. Um, looking after us, lending us a boat, let us take it out. Um, Brock, Brock, Jimmy, uh, the whole family. Thanks, boys. It's bloody, yeah, it's unreal. Um, yeah, looking forward to a big summer, getting out on the boat, the skis, everything. Yeah, it's been huge. Um, another one as well is Matt and Chloe from All Time Ventures. Huge help this year. Um, 
yeah, buddy, Maddie helping me out the potty. Um, we haven't done too many sort of sit down boys episodes lately. We've just been focused on the guest episodes. So maybe in 2024, we'll bring that back a bit harder. And um, yeah, 2024 is gearing up to be a good year um, with the potties. So very keen on that. Um, focus a bit more, um, take it a bit more serious again. Um, I keep saying it, but we're just, we're all, every time we sit down for one of these potties, whether it's me doing it by myself and just getting used to talking to myself for an hour or whatever it might be, we're just getting better and better and better. Um, whether it's audio, visual, something like that, it's, um, yeah, it, it's only getting better, getting way, way better. Um, yeah, so massive shout out to those people. There's um, always honorable mentions, the whole crew. I've been out with this year is um, just filming content, media, and all that sort of stuff. Um, Mick, Sam, Mitch, uh, that whole crew, uh, Bridget. Um, they're just all massive things in the industry that everyone's focusing, working their absolute asses off. So it's absolutely unreal to see. It's, um, you know, all the negatives that do come in this industry, the positives outweigh them. And that's what people remember is the positives. And, yeah, super stoked to see what next year brings us. Everyone's talking about the plans already and it's going to be absolutely huge. So that was sort of a bit of a 2023 roundup for, I don't know, brand sponsors, mates. Um, big thing, some of the trips we did this year, geez, to try and think back about it, some of the some of the content we had go absolutely viral um, was insane. Um, doing trips, full drive trips everywhere. We did, jeez, uh, well, we started off the year at um, Five Rocks up north, come back. Uh, we've been hooking into the racetrack, a um, couple of trips out to Kenilworth and Glasshouse with the boys, um, lots of Somerset trips. Um, we went to Cape York this year. Cape York in a budget Pajero, seven mates, just go absolutely annihilating fun um over on sam oils built not bought and mix dare to explore channels you'll see the whole trips there they'll buddy some of the funnest fun i've had off-road that doesn't even make sense funnest fun but the most fun i've had off-road just budget car next to no breakages just enjoying it with mates it wasn't about what gear you had how your setups were who had what it was enjoying time with mates wheeling off-road and genuine laughs and a good time and yeah i think Everyone, if you've got the option to jump in a car with some of your best mates and go traveling, doesn't matter where it is, Double Island, Fraser, um, it could be Vic High Country, it could be Cape York, it could be WA Coastline. Um, yeah, massive, massive shout out, buddy, to those boys just jumping in a car together and we just take off. Um, another one was Fink. Um, heading out to Fink this year, that was my first time going to Fink Desert Race and it was absolutely unbelievable. Like, to tick that off the bucket list, I want to be going again next year. I think everyone sort of got in the back of their mind is where, what are we doing for Fink? How are we setting up? Are we like, I know some of the boys are talking about like, let's just fly in there and get a motorhome. Like there's some crazy ideas coming through. Like are we going to take bikes and, you know, buggies and race trucks or whatever it might be and go have some fun. So yeah, there's, there is a lot, lots gearing up for next year and I'm so keen on it. But this year's highlights were just, Oh, how do you run through them all without forgetting something like countless trips up the beach? Um, yeah, like 
didn't do much of Fraser or Morton or anything like that this year, but we're saving that for next year. We'll um, do a lot more next year with wheeling in the ute and, yeah, longer distance trips, maybe some budget challenges. Do we get another car or something like that through the year and with a few of us and do a do a budget run somewhere or something again? So I think that'd be cool. But, yeah, super stoked. Super stoked on how good this year's been. Um, highs and lows, they all come, but they don't stay. So, with that being said, that was sort of a 2023 roundup and super stoked on 2024. Um, I want to go through... Um, recently, we just went on a day out to Somerset Dam for Live and Loose. Um, that event was absolutely plastered everywhere. You had Live and Loose, of course. Myself, Hey Big Mac Podcast, Blue Collar Bandits, um, Hilux Owners Girls Club, I think that is, or Hilux Girls Club, um, CC Racing, Jeb Parsons Motorsports. Guys, what an absolutely epic day on the water. All the people have rocked up just to enjoy it, come out, say good day, meet each other. People that come from interstate, like driving like far interstate just to come to the event and you know jump on the jet skis, go for a rip and... Yeah, I think there's a minor accident there on the day. Some bloke done his knee, but all in all, everyone stayed really responsible, had their fun, um, and yeah, I, I think everyone can sort of give themselves a pat on the back for how much fun was had that day. And yeah, everyone like I just came home that next day. I was wrecked, um, laid in bed in the bath pool and just relaxing because I was so sore just you know, wakeboarding and jet skis and all the stuff that just takes it out of you. Yeah, it was, it was an epic day and I can't wait for the next one. I know the boys were cheekily talking about a new event for uh, Australia Day next year. Don't know, don't know the exact logistics about it yet, but I'm not even going to speak on ideas that we've talked about because it's um, it's going to be good when you see that. So on the podcast and the Hey Big Mac and the Froth Bros Media um stories you're going to see that probably come up over the next month and until australia day and it's so if you haven't booked australia day yet don't book anything until we announce it because it's yeah it's going to be huge there's going to be water cars everything um four-wheel drives the whole lot um yeah it's going to be going to be cool so very very bloody keen for that um a few of you seen on the socials a couple of weeks back we had a very, very important guest to me, um, one I wanted to do for such a long time, was uh, Bridget Crusado from Red Dirt. Um, her episodes are going to be the next episodes after this episode. So, guys, on the 3rd and the 8th of January, we have two episodes, so part one and part two coming out about Red Dirt. Um, Bridget talks about absolutely everything. Um, happening with Red Dirt, that's happened with Red Dirt. Um, just everywhere that she's gone in a career from working with brands and people she's met and experienced and the goods and bad she sees in industry, she lets it all loose as um, I think is a really good spot. And this is what I want to do with the um, potty is give people a safe space where they're not tied down to uh, content sponsors and deliverables and all this sort of stuff where they've got a free space to talk openly and not be not be held back on their own words from their own sponsors and not that I'm saying sponsors are holding people back from saying that it's you've got commitments and 
a reputation to hold up on your own page. And I think that's a perfect spot for the potty is to allow someone to come on, speak their mind, speak their truth, and yeah, just genuinely have a chat and like Bridget, I can't thank you enough. I can't believe we actually sat down and talked for five and a half hours. That is insane. Um, so two massive episodes to kickstart next year. If we get some bonuses episodes um, in between that of just updates, maybe something's happened over New Year's, we'll um, we'll put them in between there somewhere or before and after. But yeah, you you're um, stay tuned for that. Make sure you're jumping over to like YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to. Follow, hit the bell, get the notifications on. Um, even automatic downloads, guys. I don't say it enough. Automatic downloads helps huge. Um, we've got bloody Optus and Telstra, two of the worst bloody internet providers in the world. Um, dropped us. Fucking everyone bloody nicknames it. And bloody Telstra. I don't have a nickname for them. They're just shit half the time. But when you're, we don't have reception, guys. You need to download the episodes um, overnight, before, the day before. And if you hit automatic downloads, you're not going to get cut out halfway through an episode. And if you're driving out in the bush or up the beach, we know how bad the reception gets. Automatic downloads, guys. You're never going to miss an episode. You're never going to miss a beat. You're never going to miss that cliffhanger that you get stuck on when you go out of service so guys we appreciate absolutely everything you do to support this potty and it's just the littlest things supporting us on instagram youtube um the spotify apple Podcasts, just subscribing and following and rating us and thumbs up it's i know it's not as easy as it sounds but just when you click on the video or click off the video give us a rating a follow a bell a download or you know a like and a comment on um youtube or just jumping over to the instagram page and giving us a comment a like or a share um we've dropped off a little bit but screenshotting these episodes um sending them in tagging us we will reshare every single bloody one good or bad we we want to hear your opinions if it's good about us bad about us constructive criticism the whole lot um it's how we learn it's how we're getting better at this potty and it's good to see other people bringing up potties now as well. Um, it Everyone listens to a podcast at some form. There are some huge, huge names in Australia doing potties right now. A um, little bit of a side detour. Uh, there's Gypsy Tales. I've followed him for absolutely years. He's over in the States now. Um, Alpha blokes. Can't not mention those boys. Um, they're killing it. Two flogs. Um, You've got proper true yarn. Man, how how many potties are there that you can just keep listing off? Uh, the Inspired Unemployed, they've got their own potty. Um, bloke in a bar, uh, bloody brilliant beers. And there's too many to to list. Uh, there's another one that's just kick-started off. Um, their name is Girls in Gears Podcast. Um, these are some girls over in uh, Perth uh, in WA. Um, you might have seen on the socials as well if you're listening to this. Uh, Bridget's done my episode. She's also just gone over and done an episode with the girls over there. So massive shout-out to the girls. Girls and Gears podcasts, a couple of four-wheel drivers and that, just kicking off in the industry. Very keen to see what they're getting into. Um, another big WA name is Ronnie Dahl. Not, not a huge fan of Ronnie's content, but he is doing good stuff in the industry. He's... Getting his content out there, he's doing. He's got his own. I think it's called the Four Wheel Drive Podcast. 
um, very same concept. He goes into a lot of detail on um, just trips, cars, all the different information. Um, so it's another one, just getting the four-wheel drive industry out there. So it's it's really, really good to see. Um, I'm bloody stoked on just bringing another aspect to the Australian industry. Um, we've had every social media influencer, whatever you want to call them, go out there, film their Fraser, Double Island, Cape York, Vic High Country, Simpson Desert, the NT, wherever it might be, over. Like you got other ones. Um, that's like an exception I'm going to say is Jamie Vogler. He is traveling Australia and the WA coastline like no one else. Um, he's in the mint spot of um, WA. He's doing trips up north, south. I mean, oh, you can rattle them off for days, but the content this guy is putting out is absolutely unreal on his YouTube channel. And I, I, it goes very unnoticed. His, the level of work he's putting into those videos, um, the effort he, he goes to to get them done is is unreal. And uh, I do look up to a lot of these guys a lot um, trying to bring in YouTube myself. And, yeah, to see how Jamie imp- implements his content into YouTube and all that sort of stuff, it's it's bringing a new, a new sort of taste where, you know, like he did one not too long ago and it was called Dirt Cartog Island. Never even heard of that place before, and I guarantee a lot of other people haven't. And he put that video up, and now it's just a spot that I've – it's in my bucket list. I want to go there one day. Um, what he's doing with is huge. Um, massive shout-out, of course, to his company, Wet Sacks. Um, he's killing it. Uh, dry bags, all that sort of stuff. I've, I've got a couple of Wet Sacks off him. I've absolutely tortured those things over the last year, and they're flawless. It's had meat, food, fish, drinks, ice. It's been used for absolutely anything. Um, dirty clothes bag, clean clothes bag, a travel bag. Like I've done flights um, up and down the East Coast where all I've taken is my wet sack backpack as a carry-on luggage and that's all I've got. Um, yeah, bloody love it. There's a, there's a lot of honourable mentions and shout-outs coming out from this episode and it's bloody good but it's well-deserved. Um, Jamie's still a massive bloke. I want to get on the potty. I say it every time he comes to the East Coast, we've just never been able to line it up. Um, there is a few, few big guests. Let's let's just talk some guests I want to get on for next year. Um, as as some people say, I want to get Sam, Mick, and Mitch back on and just talk life and general stuff with them. I think the episode we did with Sam was unreal. Unfortunately, we had those audio issues and. Yeah, I was devastated about that. But now we've got the studio and everything's going better. I want to get Sam back on, talk to him, and just get an update on what he's doing maybe for 2024 and all that sort of stuff. Um, a few other guests I want to get on. I really want to get Mac and TJ on and Matt from Explore Life and maybe even Tommy. Um, Ryan Kessel, he's a big one. His photography and stuff he does um, with Frontier Lines. Huge, um, massive inspiration for photography for me. It's I just look up to that guy's content so much. Um, yeah, I'm really keen to see who yous want to hear on this potty next year and more guests. Um, really want to get Dave from Top Coat on to just talk about everything as well. Um, 
Jai, Rob, and Jason from JMAX. Talk to those guys. I want to get them on the potty. Um, that's if they're up for it. I know Rob, he's, he's a very keep-to-himself person. But um, Jai and Jason, I, I've talked to Jai a little bit. Very keen to try and make something happen there. Um, maybe we do a trip out west and go see uh, Luke from LJ Fab and we get him on the potty and talk about his um, journey with building trays and fabrication and all that sort of stuff. And Yeah, maybe just get a few. There's a lot of... A lot of genuine people coming up that are doing great things in the industry, um, businesses, brands, or just content creators that I'd love to talk to. And I'm not um, – what's the right word for it? There is a specific word to make this sound right, but I'm not biased against anyone coming on the podcast. We might not get along. We might have not the same point of views, but I want to give you a free space – a safe space to come on the potty and talk your brands, your businesses, everything you're seeing in the industry. If, if you feel like you have something to say, um, call them up and send us a message about them. And yeah, like more than happy to talk to everyone. Um, suspension companies and barware companies and um, there's all these companies coming out now like tool companies. Um, there's what, what else? Like retailer shops, I suppose you'd call them. Um, something like Lies Recovery Gear, all the accessories, mids, pieces. It'd be awesome to talk to a few of those guys running those shows. Um, but yeah, be uh, very, very cool, I think, is to um, yeah, focus on the guests a little bit more next year and book in full time. We've got a um, couple of good sponsors lined up next year, which you're going to see in the future episodes, and one I'm really looking forward to. It's going to change the way everyone interacts about um, the way you promote your car online and get information across to people. It's like a resume. So I'm going to leave it like that. It's like a resume for your vehicle. So very keen to hear this one out and um, get advertising on them and using it myself because everyone knows the questions you get on your cars and what you've done, where'd you buy this and what'd you do here. It's it's just an easier way of getting that across to people in detail and. Um, yeah, doing it like that. So, um, we are going to take a little gap and we're going to get into some questions. So, let's go and do that. Alrighty. Let's, let's hook into a few questions that I got. I got pumped with a lot of questions when I put up a story. Um, I picked out just four of my favorite ones that I've seen in there that are really going to relate to this episode. Um, first one that I picked out was what is my goal for 2024? This is going to follow up with a few of the other questions, but, um, my goal for 2024 is essentially push social media to a time where I'm in a, to a, to a point where I'm in a full-time position. Um, you know, like either part-time working on the side and then doing content and, motion and talking on the potty and filming videos and doing trips it's um feels like one of those things that is just a dream that's slowly becoming true and that's just the hundreds of hours um all weeks months of the year just putting out content editing videos doing the potties and starting to see a little bit of a payoff now which has been really good but yeah my goal for next year is good consistent content on froth bros media and 
the podcast. Um, two massive ones that I just I really want to hook into next year and do it. Um, the trips that we got planned, really keen for that. Um, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's going to be a big year, twenty twenty four. Um, just looking so forward to it. Um, not even really taking a break for Christmas and the holiday period. Uh, working through getting content done, like I'm sitting here right now. I'm, I think it's like two two days out from Christmas, and I'm filming another potty to get out for you guys Christmas Eve. Um, this will be out to so I'm filming this Saturday. It's going to be out Sunday, um, just before Christmas, which is crazy. But um, if you are actually, that's another one I want to mention. A lot of people forget about this. If you're listening to this today, the Christmas Eve, go out tonight and buy your alcohol because everyone knows everything's shut on Christmas. Same with New Year's, all that sort of stuff. Guys, buy your alcohol and your grog for your parties before it's too late. Be safe and enjoy the Chrissy holiday period. But um, yeah, everyone always forgets that. And that was that was sent in as well is remind everyone to get their grog before public holidays and the bottle close. So remember that if you're listening to it, Today, the Christmas Eve, go out, buy your grog, make sure you got everything, all your, all your stuff. So, yeah. Um, another question we had was dream trip for next year. Now, there is so many spots I want to put on my list, but WA is one of them. I don't think WA is going to happen next year. I could be wrong unless something massively changes, but um, I'm very keen to head back out to Fink and maybe do a bit of the territory next year. Um, Cape York's going to be done again, I'm sure. Maybe Vic High Country would be awesome to get down to Vic and do a bit of the high country. Um, yeah, I know a bucket list trip is definitely like Tassie. Um, but, yeah, that, that'll just come in good time. But, yeah, there's dream trip for next year is going to be a tough one. It's probably going to be high country or when we head out to Fink again, head up um, the top of the MT. Uh, Kimberley's maybe even if I can get over that far to WA, but um, yeah, that'd be that'd be a good one. Um, what type of content do you expect for next year to be making? Bit of a long question, but type of content next year, I sort of want to split it into three to four categories. We're going to have the podcast, um, full episodes, clips. Um, we're also going to have on Froth Bros Media, um. I want to split it up a bit. There's one I'm not going to really speak on too much, but we're going to have the racing, all the stuff with the race truck, me and Andre, all that. And then going to focus a bit more on my stuff, like the my mechanical stuff on the ute, maintenance, trips, full drives, um, sort of more day-in-the-lifestyle videos and vlogs, um, do a bit of that sort of content, like just a random fun that everyone gets up to. And you see with a lot of these... Um, uh, so-called influencers, if you want to quote like quote them as that, but um, all these people have like these massive full drive channels, but they're not filming the little things they get up to, and that's where I want to bring in a more general lifestyle to the YouTube. Um, not copy, but following the lines of a bit what like Seaboys TV do, and they do a bit of everything and all that sort of stuff, and that's where I want to sort of head with it. Um. Maybe bring in a couple of people where we can focus on like the motocross and the water sports side of things a bit more and um really, really take on that aspect with like, you know, get out on the boats and the jet skis and all that sort of stuff, like either on the dams or offshore and then 
also myself just yeah with four drive doing hard wheeling and um touring trips and you know basic versus expensive like i could go on for ideas that i've got written down in my notes for days for trips and videos but um merging more content means more videos um i would love to be doing between the podcast and froth bros media two to three videos a week which is a massive ask so it's one potty a week and two youtube videos a week it's a massive demand to be putting out even one video a week whether it's the podcast which is very straightforward to edit up and do but doing youtube videos they can take a full day of editing and that's where i need to quote unquote find my so-called jamie that um joe rogan has and get some people that can help me with the potties um producing stuff um editors all that sort of stuff i've got some good people that i've lined up to be able to help with that sort of things now um but it options always open um but yeah, going chasing that sort of dream a little bit more and harder and dedicating myself to it. And I've done that a little bit at the end of this year is dropping back on socials content on Instagram to focus more on the YouTube and podcast and all that sort of stuff. And I see it paying off. Um, people are paying attention. You are watching. We do appreciate it. So yeah, it goes a long way. Uh, last question has been asked a lot recently. Uh, would you do tag along trips? This is good and bad, or good and hard, I should say, is a lot of the people love the trips that we do, and it comes down to a lot of the people that we have on those trips, um, how comfortable they are being with cameras, and there's a different aspect to doing a, a trip with people that are content creators, because it's not just sitting there and watching and admiring and shooting through something it takes twice as long to film everything and to do everything and yeah it's it's different i would love to do tag along trips um i think event days like do a double on event day where we go up to di and enjoy the day or so and so like go find a beach down in south australia or up north around cairns or do trips like that but the more people you have on a trip the more things there are to coordinate or go wrong or anything like that i do want to bring um partners and sponsors on so called to do like trips together and get to know the people behind the names of these brands and what their rigs are and what their lifestyle is and what they like to do and um yeah bring a bigger aspect in more the branded side but um Tag along trips can be hard because you don't know, especially if we don't know each other, it's a hard way to meet because I'm not I'm not dedicating my time to the guests that might be coming on the trip. I'm dedicating it more to filming content, um, organizing everything, and it can be hard. It can be hard. But I do enjoy just doing random trips out to the bush, wheeling with mates and the boys and all that sort of stuff. So definitely keen to do more of that but um yeah as as tag along trips go yeah you've you've sort of got to do like an event day and dedicate a day to it where we don't have to be filming we can actually enjoy it and just have fun so yeah hard but the priority is doing trips where we can film get the content out there and make some entertainment for you guys that 
want to listen and watch. So yeah, bit of a hard one to go into because I don't like saying no to anyone. Um, but yeah, tag along trips would be cool. It's just working them out how to do them right. But yeah. Um, let's jump into some updates and news. Why not? There's a bit of a weird list here from the last. I've collected some things from the last one to two months. So, yeah, I'm going to have a quick drink and we're going to get into updates and news. Alrighty. It's, you're not going to see me cracking a drink because it's um audio episode only, unfortunately. I don't have the camera with me today. Um, but, yeah, um, cheers. Hope everyone's having a cracker uh, holidays. Um, very keen for 2024, but let's get stuck into some news and updates quickly. A few things that I've noticed myself, um, been sent in, tagged on, and yeah, go from go from there. Um, floods and cyclones that just happened up in Cairns uh, region area. Guys, some of the stuff that I'm seeing up there is unbelievable. Um, doing enough trips up to Cairns and stuff, it's a beautiful place, but I've seen like the Lion's Den. Everyone knows the Lion's Den. You've heard it. You've seen it somewhere. It's like it's an iconic bar. It's one of the most iconic pubs, I'd probably say in Queensland and Australia, one of. Um, they've completely nearly gone underwater, I believe. Um, I've seen some videos as just people driving boats around the pub a lot of the stuff there's gone, damaged. Um, little to mention, just farmers and stuff are there, crops. Um, Bloomfield track, there's reports that the Bloomfield track has been washed away. Um, so that's a that's a huge one. All the like gorges and falls up there, there's a lot of extreme flooding. Um, yeah, just sending my wishes to everyone that's up in that region right now and um, getting smashed by those floods and the disaster disaster area. Um, there's a lot of really good people up there that I've been able to meet over the last few years of doing trips up to Cairns and Cape York and all that. Um, wishing you all the best with um, rebuilding, recovery. Um, a lot of people have lost some, some yeah, really expensive and sentimental stuff, um, homes being flooded, different bits and pieces. Um, cars, vehicles, all that sort of stuff that have been swept away, um, damaged property, it's just, it's insane. And you don't wish it on anyone. Um, but yeah, be careful guys up there. It's, um, I think they're all sort of on the mend now and getting back to the cleanup. So best of luck with all that, guys. Um, yeah. Uh, next one is four drive 24-7 did uh, Ute and Year Review. And they also did a... Beers in the Shed episode, and actually, I want to touch on this as well. Their beers on, the, um, oh, let's see. Their beers in the Sheds episodes are essentially a podcast, and someone pointed this out to me, but I didn't really notice it like that. And it's a show; it is a visual podcast. It's not on Spotify and all that. It is a dedicated YouTube podcast, basically. It's um. It's really good to sit there and watch and just see the boys talk and the clips they get sent in because it is such a visual show. It's all full driving, wheeling and all that. It's good to see. And I did have the idea of bringing this into trips where we can sit down and talk about trips and 
layover content and make it more of a visual entertaining episode. Um, but yeah, Full Drive 24 7, they did a year review and they brought in Performance Tours 404. Um, I believe it's Liv and her partner. I might have that wrong. I'm not too sure. But yeah, they did the rigs, rig reviews, I suppose you call them, or the comparisons. It's very entertaining to see the different types of four-wheel drives out there from wheelbase to trace, suspension, power, how they tow, all that sort of stuff. So I really recommend if anyone's looking to get into four-wheel driving or towing or traveling or trips or whatever it might be, go watch that video and understand some of the details I go into. It's um, If you're very well versed in all that sort of stuff, it's probably not the video for you. It does maybe get a bit boring, but for anyone that's a newcomer, the day-to-day, the weekend warrior, is a perfect vehicle to think of what am I going to be after next? What should I be looking at price-wise, comparisons, all that sort of stuff. It's um, yeah, very, very knowledgeable. So, yeah, little um, little mention for four drive twenty seven. Um, big list today. It's about ten key points on here. Uh, electric Carna, uh, Ken Block, and Electric Carna that was filmed in twenty twenty two, the end of twenty twenty two when Ken Block filmed that before he passed away early this year. Um. It was very sick to see the Electric Carner episode come out and a um, bit of a flashback to what no one's gotten to see. Um, very cool driving. Electric's still not for me yet. Um, the Teslas are crazy though. Um, actually, one thing about the Teslas, which is really cool, and we learned this feature a couple of days ago, is I was on the way to a work Chrissy party and literally 50 metres on the road in front of us, um, there's a car brake checked. There's a police motorcycle ahead. And this car's brake braked hard. I don't know what they were doing, whether they were speeding or whatever, and they're freaked out because they've seen flashing lights. This taxi has just gone straight up the rear end of them, veered across, taken out a Jeep. The Jeep spun around, hit the other car in the other lane, and we, we got it on dash cam because of the Tesla. The Tesla records everything. It's got like front, rear, and both side views and like the dash cam view. And yeah, it's bloody cool to see how much that the car recorded of the accident. We got every single angle of everything. Um, the car behind it that was struggling to pull up that pulled up in time, I think it was in like a Bentley or something. But yeah, that was um the technology in the electric cars is very cool. So yeah, going off the electric car, I think it's just bringing a new aspect to motorsports and all that sort of stuff. Um, you also see. Nitro Circus are doing Nitro Cross now, and the Nitro Cross has an electric version. Or so I think it's they get the electric rally cars, they go rally racing and all that, like with the Nitro Cross. Um, it's like the Rally Cross sort of stuff, and they're in electric cars and bugs and all these like just your normal Subaru rally cars and all that sort of stuff. It's very cool to see, but I think. I'm not sold on the electric stuff for four-wheel driving now. You've seen the Cybertrucks everywhere and all that sort of stuff, but it's not making my mark yet. I, I still love that grit, four-wheel drive and off-road, loud exhaust, the sound. It's just, yeah, it makes more sense. But, yeah. Um, another one that was sent in to touch on, everyone making a rooftop tent now. Um, this is a loaded, loaded topic, but it, you can't say that you haven't seen it. 
there would have to be 15 to 30, give or take, people selling rooftop tents on the market now. And I'm not saying all of them, but most of them are exactly the same as the last that come out. Different colors, different logos, same tent, same design. Not saying anyone's good or bad or anything like that. You've still got your key standout brands, um, you know, like your um, Bushwhacker, I think it is, um, Bush Company, Alucab, Motops, um, plenty of names out there. It's, it's so hard to remember all of them. Um, but yeah, you're just seeing so many of these like, don't want to call them a Chinese ripoff, but they look and seem like a Chinese ripoff that everyone's just buying from Alibaba and getting their own logos on them, printed from China, bringing it us. It's all well and good because it's bringing an affordable market. A rooftop tent used to be worth five, six, seven grand plus, like the, um, the bundle tops. They're like a nine, 10 grand setup. It's absolutely insane. But if you're living out of that thing every day, they're comfy as hell. Um, my old boy used to have a bundle top on his ram. And the thing was just so easy to set up, especially for convenience. But um, the new rooftop tents, they're somewhere based between like 2000 to $3,000, which is still affordable for most people if you want to tour a lot. But it's just crazy to see the market being flooded with rooftop tents and everyone saying like just buy our rooftop tent. They're the best in the market. These are the best of the best and you won't find anything better. And it's like, I understand that. But I can go to China and put an order in from Alibaba and get a Froth Bros or a Habing Mac podcast rooftop tent. I think they cost like seven or eight hundred bucks when you get like twenty of them imported. And then you got your import taxes and all your shipping and all that sort of stuff. But they're not costing you three grand. And I don't want to be blurting out everyone's secrets here for how they're doing it because a lot of people are making a business out of it, which is awesome to see. But it's, I think it's getting to a point where. Middle of next year, we're going to see a hit on all these people bringing this stock in and ripping off other companies, so to speak, and just hitting a wall and no one buying it because they're seeing through all the bullshit and all the people overcharging for stuff. And I mean, you've got Off Road Jacks, you've got Pro Eagle, the main person for Off Road Jacks. I believe, I don't know if this is official yet, but I believe King Chrome's bringing out a jack the same, if not better, I've been told. Um, there's also another company that's ripped off the Pro Eagle, which is like Titan Terrain. Um, don't know how well they're doing, but it that's up to them. But ripping off a company's design or copying a company's design and then shitting on that company to make your own design look better isn't the best way to promote a product. You're not you're only going to get as far as that other company, but you're not going to get better. So if you've got to shit on a company to make your design or your product look better when it's the exact same, you're not going to go anywhere from it. You're not going to get further. You're not going to be better from it. And you're just limiting yourself to how far you can actually push the potential of that company, I believe. So a bit of my food for thought on that, um, that opinion and topic. Rooftop tents are just so flooded now. And I don't even have mine on half the time because I don't run the canopy all the time and it's just, it is a nuisance. I like having the swag for those overnight trips and the weekenders and all that sort of stuff because it's just simple. You just, you got a 30 kilo swag or whatever they might weigh these these days, throw it on the ute, strap over the top, done. See you later. You're out for the week. You know what? 
in my experience, you're not sitting there with a forklift and a rooftop and trying to manhandle it on there and bolt it down for the weekend, just go away for a week. If I'm going up Fraser Island or something for a month or out to the desert or down to Victoria, I'm probably going to take a rooftop. It's just convenient. If I know I'm doing really hard wheeling, I'm going to take a swag. Even if it's three, four, five, six weeks on the road, I'm taking a swag just because it's convenient with the wheeling. It keeps that weight down low and it's nice. But um, yeah, everyone's got their own opinion, their own style of touring, four-wheel driving, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, it comes down to a preference really. Um, another one I want to mention is with the rooftops, Sam Miles just put out a video with Alucab. They've brought in a feature which I think you're going to start seeing in every rooftop on the market now. It is a reclining bed, bench, sort of like a couch in a way inside your rooftop with like a, what do you call it, like a desk almost that folds down from the ceiling. I can see the possibility of this turning into like a really good way to have your laptop in there, do some editing. If you're on the road, especially in Sam's situation, if he's doing a trip and he's in the rooftop, he can sit there, watch movies, editing. It's so easy and convenient, um, but very cool to have a reclining seat that just like folds up. You've got somewhere like a couch to relax inside your rooftop tent. That is a game changer for rooftops. That's the type of stuff we need to see in rooftops where it's more practical and functional over the competitor in a way. So. Pretty cool to see that being bought out in a new rooftop with all the power and accessories. And there's a very good video, Sam, made it, buddy, about the rooftop. It was, yeah, it was very cool. Um, yeah, nothing, enough of rooftops. Everyone's probably sick of me talking about rooftops. Uh, everyone's heard of the Red uh, Outdoor Explorer. Um, I think his name Jonathan. I've got that correct. Uh, had an unfortunate rollover out at the Springs Fall Drive Park. It's very sad to see such an iconic sort of nice car like that that he wheeled the shit out of. Um, very, very safe rollover, I must say, in a creek bed. It's just wet, off camber, slippery, and it just, yeah, a lot of things just perfectly lined up for that thing to be able to roll over. So I'm fortunate to see because I know he loves wheeling the absolute crap out of his cars and all that sort of stuff. So I think he set up a GoFundMe on his page. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I think he wants to rebuild it and get it back together because I did remember seeing him put out a post saying that is the end for it, but people want to see it come back. So you love that car and you want to see it come back, go donate him some dollars, a couple of bucks or something, and see him rebuild that thing. I think it'd be bloody sick. Um. Yeah. We've got here as well Sam Oles um, and Mitch uh, Farrell from Built Not Bought. They're building that new Hilux tray. Seen a little bit on the um, stories and socials. I actually popped out there the other week to catch up with the boys and, um, yeah, watching them on the CAD and the plasma and um, designing up toolboxes and all the different things he's um, doing on it. Very eye-opening. Um, yeah, those boys are very switched on with design they're bringing up and what they're doing with that tray and it's going to be cool so very keen to see that thing done but um yeah the boys are doing the boys are pushing some hard work lately some very hard work 
Um, you've also seen, I think, at the moment, like Mac and TJ down in Victoria and South Australia and all that doing more trips. Um, Mac, unfortunately, just bent his diff housing at the King Chrome event. Um, got all that back together. I believe he had pulley building that. <laughs> One thing I do respect about Mac, though, is he... Um, when he breaks something, he's very open about it. He doesn't hide the secrets of everything going on, and you do see that too often in this industry. Someone will break something and they hide it, and it's not because they don't want people knowing they're broken. It. It's just it's the negative stuff that people put with breaking vehicles. Oh, that that vehicle's just been trashed and destroyed. The vehicle that's been trashed and destroyed and broken on public social media compared to the one that's been broken, trashed and destroyed and hidden to make look like a perfect gem, both the same cars, but you're going to have two different opinions on them. And, yeah, it's hard Like when you talk like resale. People go, oh, wouldn't buy that you because everyone's seen it a million times and getting trashed and flogged. And, but you also see the maintenance and how much they're fixing it and keeping it up to date compared to a car that looks good, looks clean, but wheel bearings might have not been done in 50,000 Ks. Oils haven't been done in 30,000 Ks, but it looks good from the outside. They're things you can't see that you've got to keep up to date with. And I'm not the only one that takes notice of this. Of people have really nice looking utes, but they don't keep the servicing up to date. They don't keep the fundamentals of it there and ready to go. So, yeah, um, that's just another swing there to think of. But um, yeah, back to what we're saying those boys are all hustling over the Chrissy break filming content, making content, because if they stop over the Christmas break, you're going to be complaining over January or February, where's the videos? What's going on with the videos? We're not getting any videos. A lot of these content creators over Chrissy are working their ass off. They are hustling. Um, you see them doing trips away and all that sort of stuff and actually enjoying their time with families and that's still, like there is a lot of family time. But, yeah, to see everyone just moving, getting um, getting content going throughout the year and pushing hard for next year, it's, it's going to be sick. I, I keep saying it, but it's going to be sick. Um, two completely th- different things off topic. Um, I got sent both these links. Um, going to duck into them quickly. Trevor Jacob, if anyone's ever heard that name, Trevor Jacob, he's, he rides for like Nitro Circus and all that sort of stuff. Um, I'm going to bring up the article that I've seen. YouTuber sentenced to six months in prison for crashing plane to get a sponsorship deal. So this is Trevor Jacobs' thing. Filmed it for YouTube uh, where he's crashed his plane. There's actually GoPros angles everywhere. He's wearing a parachute. He's ejected from the plane and just let it crash into the mountain. Um, it says in the ad, oh, the, yeah, the ad, a YouTuber who intentionally downed his aircraft to boost video views as part of a sponsorship deal was sentenced to six months in federal prison for deliberately destroying the wreckage. Federal prosecutors said in a news release, Trevor Jacob, 30, of Lompoc, California, pleaded guilty this year to one count of destruction and concealment with the intent to obstruct a federal investigation. So I'm not exactly what sure went on there. I think he might have gone to tamper with stuff. Um, prosecutor says that in the aftermath of the crash, which occurred in November 2021, Jacob lied to investigators in a federal Aviation Administration Safety Inspector. Um, um, so Trevor Jack, who had 143,000 subscribers on YouTube, had posted a 13-minute video told, I crashed my airplane. 
Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of info in here. Um, he initially agreed to provide the location and videos of the crash to the National Transport Safety Board and investigators. According to the news release, he later lied, but not knowing the down plane's location, it was then discovered that he moved the wreckage via helicopter before he cut it up and trashed the remains. So he's yeah, tampered with evidence, which obviously the FAA goes into all the different things about. Yeah, so also, also falsely indicated that he ejected because his plane lost power and he had falsely told the FAA aviation safety inspector that he ditched the plane because the engine had quit and he could find no safe place to land. Yeah, tough one. Um, you're going to fuck with those people. They're going to make an example out of you. And I think we've all sort of seen that locally as well with um, Matt Wright. I might quickly see if I can pull up. There's an article not too long ago about Matt Wright. Um, hold on, bear with me. Um, geez, why is it so hard? Um, so hard to find different information on Google these days, but it's all there. Let's just search up Matt Wright sentence. And... All right, we've got a. Isn't it funny when you bloody search up someone, Matt Wright? Is he still with his wife? Does he get paid? What did he do in the military? And how much is Matt Wright worth Australia? <laughs> some people will be searching up some weird stuff for people's names sometimes. Here we go. Here's a bit of a more recent thing. So. Matt Wright, the Outback Wrangler star, will head to trial next year, accused of averting the course of justice after a deadly helicopter crash that killed his co-star, Chris Wilson, 34, plunged to his death in a remote area of the Northern Territory very last year while, he attacked, while attached to a helicopter owned by Wright. Wright and his pilot, Michael, went to the scene of the crash, accompanied by former senior police officer, Neil Mellon. Three men were all later charged with perverting the course of justice and destroying evidence. Uh, Wright appeared in Darwin local court on Thursday when the prosecutor said they were ready to go to trial with one of seven charges. Uh, he'll face in the Northern Territory Court on the 18th of January on one count of perverting the course of justice. It's such a weird way of saying like obstructing justice, I suppose you call it. The other six charges, which include tampering with evidence, or they, um, threatening pilots at Bastion Robertson, who was critically injured in the crash, have been moved to a later date. Um, Burbridge, uh, Michael Burbridge, who was facing four charges, pleaded guilty to obstructing of evidence and other three charges withdrawn. Mellon is set to appear in court later Thursday afternoon. I think that's a police officer. It comes less than 48 hours after Wilson's widow fired papers to sue Wright's helicopter company and aviation regulator after investigation report made damning findings. Um, yeah, guys, look, I'm not, not going to keep bloody going into it, but yeah. There's one thing I, I believe you don't fuck with in this world is the like aviation industry um you've seen in the states like whistling diesel fucking around with them and making jokes and all that and you see like heavy d and Claire mcfarland and um uh who's the other one like roman atwood and all them 
big YouTubers and stuff getting into aviation works, but as Trevor Jacobs proven, they're not to be fucked with. As Matt Wright's shown, they're not to be fucked with. Now, not sure how much time people have spent out in the bush and all that sort of stuff, but there is some crazy things, I suppose you say, that goes on, corners cut, all that, but it's just a way of freedom, country, having fun, all that sort of stuff. Um, I believe the cause of Wright's chopper crash was out of fuel, which is just crazy, but who knows how far they were from anywhere or doing what. And Yeah, different circumstances and it'll all come out in the wash. Everyone's going to find out about it and, yeah, it's the truth will be there, so crazy. But, yeah, don't stuff around with airplanes and all that sort of stuff. I know uh, when I went out to pick up my tray, uh, Luke from LJ Fabby's got a small plane and took me for a ride around Chinchilla and those things are so delicate but fun. Like I, I love just adrenaline, anything like that, and to jump in a plane and go rip around and do some dives and like sharp turns, all that sort of stuff. Like It's just cool. It's fun. So, yeah. Um Let's get into a bit of motivation and a page of the week and we'll probably call her there. So let's hop into that. Rightio, we're back. Um, going to hit you with a sort of a motivational quote, um, something like that, just to finish off the year. Um, sometimes you send these to us, sometimes we find them. So going to play this off. That's by, um, well, it was said by the actor Terry uh, Terry Crews, or Chews, however you say it, Crews, I think it's his, but yeah, let's get into that one. Discipline is not punishment. It's not. Discipline is training. That's all it is. I was talking to my son one time, and I asked him, and it was weird because I was trying to see if he really knew what it was all about. And I said, hey, man, you know I have to discipline you. What is discipline? And he goes, punishment, punishment. When I do something wrong and you punish me, I was like, no. No, discipline is training. If you change your mind, your mindset, and really focus it on what discipline really is, you start to welcome discipline. You welcome self-discipline into your life. There you go. It's sort of true. Like, a bit of discipline, all that sort of stuff. I'm shopping for it sometimes, but it's just learning. Yeah, just getting, you know, your um, everyday programs in order and doing stuff like that. I heard another really good one about discipline not too long ago. It was like discipline is doing something that you hate but treat it like something you love. That's discipline. It's, it's, there's a really good way that someone said it someday. And yeah, discipline is doing something you hate but doing it like you love it and your life depends on it. And I don't know, there's so many different cool ways to go about it. I'm shocking for discipline like Different ways everyone can discipline things into their life and learn it is what they're saying. It's not smacking someone or hitting someone or teaching them right and wrong. It's yeah, learning the right and wrong ways. It's 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 not teaching it. It's learning it. So I don't know. Everyone's got a different opinion on discipline and how that goes. But yeah, something cool to take note in. All right, last topic for the year. The last rig page of the week is going to go out to a mate of mine, um, Mitch, um, and his mate Luke, uh, Shortcut Racing Team. Um, go check him out on Instagram. 
Uh, their page is Shortcut Racing. Um, yeah, doing pretty cool stuff, just racing with their winch truck and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, um, go check them out. It is Shortcut Racing Team, and yeah, they've got about 1,000 followers. So, yeah, TB42, uh, sorry, TD42 short, way, short wheelbase winch truck. Jeez, I can't wait to speak today. Um, yeah, so Mitch and Luke, they're just buddy jumping in, build a race truck, good buddy on them. Um, me and Mitchie are heading down to the Podcast Royale. Um, I think it's in April next year. So Mitchie was kind enough, he, but he gave me a Bell 1 RV and he just said, Oi, what are you doing for the Podcast Royale? I've got two tickets, let's go. I was like, sweet, done. I was like, you know what? I've got two tickets to the after party, so let's go. Um, so yeah, very keen for that. But yeah, a little shout out for... Um, Mitch and Luke, uh, Shortcut Racing. But he, yeah, they're keen to get into the race next year. We'll probably be joining them at a few events, depending on which ones. But yeah, they're more set up like the, um, quite look at it, sort of like your Ultra 4 and winch truck racing and all that sort of stuff. We're a bit more of the desert high speed, I suppose you call it, um, short course and different things. But yeah, um, a little friendly shout out to a couple of the boys doing just living life and doing fun things. So cheers, legends. Um, Let's wrap her up there for the year, about a bit over an hour episode. Um, thanks, everyone, for an absolutely unreal year on the potty. Um, I think we're six, seven months in now, maybe a bit more. Um, can't thank can't thank every single one of you enough for um, all the support this year and everything that's gone in that comes on behalf of myself and everyone else that helps us with the potty. Um, thank you very much. And we look forward to seeing you next year. Make sure everyone has a great Christmas and New Year break. Don't get into trouble too much at those buddy bush doofs and that down at the beaches. But, yeah, everyone do good over the holidays and we will see you next year. Thank you, legends. See ya. Thank you for 2023. Yeah. Woo! Rightio, legends. Thank you for watching or listening this episode of the Hey Big Mac podcast. We really hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. Um, look, it'd be a massive favor if you could go and leave us a um, thumbs up, a like, comment. Go follow us on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, wherever you listen to us. Um, rate us five stars. We really appreciate it, guys. Look, last thing before we sign off, if you ever see us in public at an event, guys, make sure you come up and say good day. Most of the time, we've got stickers or something with us, so... Really appreciate it, guys. Thank you for supporting us with this journey of the podcast. Um, it's something new in the industry, but we really love doing it and we really love the feedback. So thank you, legends. And if there's someone you want to see on this podcast, make sure you send it to them and make sure you send them to us. Thank you for now. We'll see you next week.